When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code ETM to choose your free offer and get $20 off. As an immigrant to the United States, Palomi didn't start her financial journey until much later in life, but that hasn't stopped her from building a career in fintech that really changes lives. As the general manager for Credit Karma Money and Tax, She's so passionate about helping you get ahead with your finances and is sharing the advice you need to know to build long-term financial independence by just creating some good financial habits. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. Welcome back to the show. It is so great to always hang out with you. I know your time is so valuable, and I truly appreciate you turning in. This episode was a fun one. I love when I think I'm going to talk to a guest about one thing, and then we steer in a different direction, but usually a better direction. As I mentioned, Palomi is an immigrant, 
And when she came to the United States, she had to learn everything about how we do money. And in doing so, she really decided to dedicate her career to using technology to help people better their lives. She's worked in the White House, which of course I had to ask her about, and now at Credit Karma. But throughout her career, she's seen firsthand how good financial habits can create financial independence and is here to share those with you. I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennium Money Podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation. Well, Palomi, I am so excited to have you join us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to this conversation with you. Where Where are you joining us from? Um, actually, in the Bay Area. I live in uh, Menlo Park. Um, and so oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah, I was uh, traveling with my husband a couple months ago. We went through San Francisco. We said, this has to be the middle of a pandemic because we can drive <laughs> right through the center with zero traffic and that we know that's like a complete anomaly. Yeah, that has been a blessing, the no traffic on the roads. Yes, there's there's always blessings in, in some really horrible things. Well, I... <laughs> I'm really uh, excited to talk to you today, and I wanted to just open, I was reading a little bit about your your biography and your background, and I'm curious about your experience being an immigrant here in the, in the United States. How has that impacted your relationship with money? Yeah, I mean, that's, a, um, that's a really good question. Um, I came here for, uh, for college, right, and um, it came from India, and really hadn't had any real interaction with the banking system, right? So this is the first time I was opening a bank account and managing my my bills and my expenses and, uh, uh, you know, kind of sort of making sure the money didn't run out, right, as a student, which is, <laughs> which is what you're trying to do. Um, and it was just, um, I, I still sort of remember the, you know, I couldn't get a credit card um, because I didn't have any credit history, even though my you know, my entire tuition um, was in the bank, right? Um, right? And so, you know, I'm going, I'm like, if you go to Ikea, you know, you go with this like wad of cash that, that <laughs> you want to you make a payment on. Um, and, you know, no idea about credit score and credit history. And, uh, you know, you don't use um, credit cards in India um, that really? much. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's more of a, it's getting better now, particularly with all the online um, you know, Amazon, et cetera, um, there, but, um, you know, usually it's, a, it used to be a cash-based economy. So you went in with wow. cash or you went in with, you kind of had a, an account with whoever you were going to, you know, the grocery store or whoever. So there was a lot of sort of, uh, uh lending informally happening. Um, so anyway, I, sh- I showed up here, um, didn't know the first thing about managing my money, uh, was constantly under stress around like, will I have enough, um, you know, Will my will I have enough for my expenses and outlays while waiting for the next check to come in, uh, and being able to smooth that out so that you know I'm not owing anybody any money or you know not running out of things, right? Um, and then you know just just the the idea being there was nobody to ask, right? And, um, right. Within my peer group about what was you to do because uh, they weren't immigrants, um, and so it was only through sort of family and and um, you know sort of my brother we were like okay well you should get a secured card or you get something that you can charge a little bit on and then you know slowly over time build credit and you can use that as a way um to kind of build kind of this history um and and kind of grow from there so that's been uh wow. that's been kind of my journey and in, in you know it's sort of a scary interaction with um you know it's a new country it's a new culture and it's also a new way of sort of managing money 
Um, uh, so, and so that has sort of colored a lot of my perceptions about it's just got to be more clear. It's got to be more easy. You've got to help people um, get over that hurdle of um, will my paycheck uh, last till the end of the month? Do I know what my inflows and outflows are? And how do I make financial progress? Wow. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting perspective to talk to someone who has immigrated from another country because there are some things that are similar and then a lot of things that are so vastly different. And I think it's it's really interesting because we you're right, we we don't talk about these things with people. So we don't have that sort of um, perception or a reality check that things are maybe done differently other places. Uh, particularly as U.S. citizens, I guess we just tend to think that like the whole world operates the way we do, which is not the case. Um, But talking about financial literacy, particularly because you came here from another country, and we talk a lot on this show that financial literacy, we're not doing that great here in the United States. There are other countries that are doing a lot better than we're doing. But what's what's your thoughts on about it? Like, what are we doing right? And what do we really need to improve on? Um, you know, I think so one is, um, the, the notion of, you know, credit coaching and, uh, financial literacy. And, you know, I think Credit Karma has done, uh, uh, an amazing job here, right? Just taking something that's very obscure. It's really how banks rate you and really making it transparent and saying, this is your score. This is why it matters. Um, these are all the things you can do to improve it. And by the way, when you improve it, it puts you into the things um, that you care about, right? This is how you right. can buy a car. This is how you can, um, you know, get a rewards credit card. This is eventually how you can save for a home. So I think that's been, um, you know, just, uh, you, and, you know, recently we we did this thing around Project Relief where, you know, we actually built um, kind of an area on a surface on our app where people could go in and just check what relief was available from the federal or the state or even the banks um, during the pandemic, right? So what can be deferred? Uh, what kind of um, extra sort of assistance could you get? Um, so I think that that sort of the the ability for uh, the private sector and companies like Credit Karma to really sort of help educate the consumer has, has been great. Um, I think the other thing is um, access to products, right? Um, which is even, uh, you know, even for somebody like me with a with a you know unknown or like a really low credit score, I could get started. I could get a secured card. You know, even there was like a two hundred dollar credit limit, right? So right. you have training wheels and options um, that you can get started with, uh, which is which is harder to do in in other countries. Um, I think the third one that I think we um, we all rely on on people we trust, right? So this notion of um, uh, friends and family and other people, peers, um, particularly among the younger set, we're seeing this in our Gen Z population. They rely on social media, on TikTok, uh, for that kind of advice. And they rely on their parents for that advice. Um, and so that's the stuff that, um, I think the U S does really well in terms of sort of knowledge sharing and, um, companies sort of, there's, you know, lots of information that you, you know, you need to sort of use and adopt. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. And I know something that you've also been looking at at Credit Karma, which you kind of touch on just a little bit, but you've been looking at these generational habits of users and figuring out what these trends then mean for our financial future. So what what are you seeing happen between the different generations that we can kind of take away? 
Yeah, so I think, you know, I touched on one, which is Gen Z and how they get their information, right? And it's very much, you know, over 50% comes from social media and people um, and figures they trust, right? Versus, I would say, um, uh, millennials and, you know, sort of more older sort of Gen X probably got it from newspapers and TV and sort of more sort of formal channels of, of communication. So I think that's one, like, where do you, where do you seek your information? Um, the other one that I would say is, um, the, uh, one thing that's come out in our studies, like, I mean, I remember, um, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, millennials have, are, are now in that stage where they're, you know, thinking about, you know, buying start, their families are thinking about buying a home and, and starting, right. um, starting that, that piece of it. Um, and so they are very much thinking about how do I save for that? What's my future? How do I build wealth? How do I optimize it? And it's interesting that, you know, one out of two of those millennials are on our platform. So we see a lot of that sort of behavior and that sort of helped us, you know, think about new businesses that we wanted to start on Credit Karma, such as, you know, our home business and our auto insurance and our auto loan business and life insurance. Um, but we're seeing some of that behavior also in the Gen Z population. So they're very much, I mean, they've grown up in a pandemic and a recession, right? <laughs> um, and they've seen their like adults in their lives get insecure. So they're very much about like, I need multiple ways to make my, my financial future better. So you're seeing a lot around sort of gig economy and investing early and, you know, saving for a rainy day. And, and, and so we want to start talking to them about that as well. Yeah, that makes sense. When I think about Gen Z and even some of the younger millennial generation just living through so many different big, big things in their yeah. life, uh, you know, I can really understand where conservative approach to money comes in. And but that's also balanced with a lot more accessibility to money and to learning through technology. And I think that's what's really great about companies like Credit Karma is before existed, it was, if I wanted to check my credit score, I didn't really know how to do it. I didn't really have access to that. So tell me a little bit, because your your whole background has been in technology. Like, How do you see technology, particularly in the finance sector, really changing our lives, Like, even in the next couple of years? Yeah, I think so. One is, um, like I said, the uh, democratization of information, right? So I think that's been, um, that's been a trend, secular trend that's been going on for you know, over a couple of decades. I think the second one on finance now is um, companies like Credit Karma giving you access, um, equal access to products, right? So, I mean, we're not shy about how we want to uh, position ourselves. We want to help our members make financial progress. Um, so first it started with recommendations and coaching and now very much with Credit Karma money, um, you know, we want them to change their whole relationship with money. And so now this is us allowing them to open checking and savings accounts on our platform. And so now you have the other side. What's what's your income? What's your daily spend? What are your bills? What are um, the things you like to spend on? How are, your, how are you thinking about saving for a rainy day? And connecting all that together to kind of form, you know, sort of an automated plan, right? So we want to be able to say, hey, you want to you, you save for a rainy day fund? You don't have to put $400 today. Just start with $5 of your paycheck. Just automate that. Um, and, uh, um, and then kind of, uh, and then kind of, you know, over time in a year, you'll hit that rainy day fund. Right. Yeah. Just start taking the the small steps. I, I like that a lot. And I think particularly when it comes to credit score, that's something really important. 
what would you say to somebody who is who's maybe been in the shoes that you were in that either has a low credit score or is just starting out or just came to the US and is yeah. trying to figure out like how to build a score? What what sort of advice would you give to somebody in that place because I know so many people are there where they just don't know how to like how do I make this thing better? Yeah, and I think first is you know you've got to understand what your score is and then what are the needle movers for your score, right? So there's a few things your credit utilization um, and your payment history um, uh, and your on, number of on-time payments and the number of financial products that you've taken. So there's a few things that that you know just get uh, that uh, that can get you going on this. So that's where you know um, if you think about it, like the first thing you want to do is you need a place to uh, to put your money in. So you 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 know with uh, you want to open a checking and, uh, and a savings account. And you want to make sure that you're not charging, you're not getting charged um, extra fees uh, just to access your money, right? And this notion of like, I have buckets of, uh, I'm budgeting for a certain thing. So I'm going to make sure that a certain amount of my money moves over into savings that I can then use to to pay stuff off. Um, and then the second th- thing is really about like, how do you establish that payment history and that credit history? And that is where sort of these training wheel products, whether it's a secured card or a credit builder loan, um, really, really help. Um, you know, get you prove to the banking system really that you are a consumer that's like responsible and and financially responsible and are able to make um, those payments on a on a schedule. Uh, so that's where I would start. Um, you know, those those things are also a double edged sword, right? So you want to make sure that you know you're not racking up a lot of bills. Um, so something that gives you information about hey, um, this is how much you've spent. This is when your bill is due. This is the minimum payment you should be making. Uh, let me help you make that payment through bill payment systems and so on. I think those are all those are all good things to sort of help put guardrails around around this. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news: as you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news. Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps, but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. 
After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, Honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Don't go anywhere. Palomi is sharing a lot more in the second half of our conversation. Back in we go. Yeah, and going back to thinking, um, I teach at a university here in Los Angeles, and most of the students are first-generation students, uh, usually between like 18 and 21. And when we get to credit score and we start talking about it, and we start talking about the easy access that you have through products like Credit Karma and how you can really stay on top of your score, I always find there's still a little uneasiness. I think people are afraid to put their information in someplace. Uh, they're always afraid of, of fees and is this going to impact me somehow? And right. so tell me a little bit about like, for someone who doesn't know, like how does Credit Karma 
help you stay on top of your credit score without any of those sort of nasty side effects? <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, first of all, like everything on Credit Karma, like, um, is, you know, the credit score uh, is free. Uh, the advice is free. The recommendations are very much in your favor. We, we always take a member first approach, um, even when we're, we're um, sharing kind of offers. So what we do is we will put our sort of recommendation against it. And we'll, in very plain English, we will say, you know, this is the annual fee. This is the actual interest rate. This is what it's going to cost you over the lifetime of a loan. These are your monthly payments. So we make it very clear what you're getting yourself into, right? Um, and then um, on the on the bill, you know, so one of the features we're, we're talking about um, uh, and we've just released is this notion of automated bill pay. So now with, you know, with the fact that we have your credit report, we know all the all the trade lines you've opened, we can monitor that for you, right? We can tell you that, hey, this is the balance. This is how it's growing. This is how much is your interest payment. This is your APR. Um, and then, and then, you know, these are the, the this is the balance due and, and the payments that you should be making. So it's like, like it puts you on, on, on top. And then our editorial voice when we do sort of straight long form content is completely independent. You know, so we write, uh, with the consumer in mind and we try to make it simple about here are the pros and cons of, you know, a secured card versus a personal loan versus, you know, uh, a cashback card, et cetera. Right. Yeah. That's so fantastic. And we all need all of that information. So I'm curious. So you come here to the US as an immigrant from India. How do you then find yourself working for a company like <laughs> Credit Karma? That, that's like a whole evolution. Oh, that's that's an easy answer. Well, you grew up in India, at least my generation, there were only two choices I don't know, from a career perspective. You're either an engineer or you were a doctor. Um, and my parents are doctors. So you know, contrary to popular opinion, I was like, well, that, that's a tough job. Uh, you need to want to do that. Um, and so, you know, as an engineer, I just felt it was, one, it was more, more of a broader playing field, right? Um, and then also it was more interested in building things. Um, and, and so that's, that's kind of where, where that came in. And then, you know, when you're, when you, so I studied computer science, um, the, the the natural evolution is to go into tech, right? Even though computer science now powers every every industry, um, uh, but it, it, you know the natural evolution is you go work for a tech uh, tech company. So that's what brought me to to Silicon Valley. Nice. And I also read that you worked in the White House for a little bit of time. I did, um, uh, as it so happens. <laughs> um, what was that like? It was it was um, more than I could could ever imagine in terms of um, kind of the impact and, and and what we were doing and that really actually kind of led me to Credit Karma. So, you know, I'd, I'd prior to the White House, I'd worked at you know sort of larger companies, Symantec and Yahoo, and then done a startup with friends of mine, um, and then, which was also very much related to kind of tech and you know sort of traditional tech on on, on um, ads and so on. Um, and then when I got this call to come work um, in this little, it was a startup inside the White House. These are the people who helped rescue healthcare.gov from a tech perspective. Um, and so the Obama administration felt um, that we needed, they needed this anytime there was a big policy decision because the impact of rolling out those systems to in, for that policy decision needed people who were technology experts and the government was lacking. So join joined that uh, for a year, um, and you know it was 
you know, I got to work on just things that, you know, made the hair on my, my arm stand up, right? It was, yeah. how do you get um, veterans to get healthcare? You know, how do you um, help uh, streamline refugee admissions um, so that, yeah. you know, this was, you know, during the Syrian crisis, right? That you're um, helping the really desperate people who have run away for their lives from just, um, you know, um, just with the, like the clothes in their back and also making sure that we're not, you know, letting sort of threats in. Right. Um, and that was, and just talking to some of those people was, was, was amazing. So, um, did a bunch of those kinds of projects, um, including one around precision medicine. Um, and when I left the government, I was like, Hey, I'm not, I don't want to do traditional tech. I want to look for a company that's very much wedded to, helping make consumers' lives better uh, through technology. And, and as corny as it sounds, that's kind of where I wanted to be. You know, I'd seen the real impact of bad technology and no technology, mm, just yeah. keeping people from basic necessities like your paycheck and your social security and, you know, your health care, um, uh, even for, for people that we owe so much to for our veterans. Um, and so I just wanted to come back into a company in a space where where I could really make that kind of an impact. And, you know, got introduced to Credit Karma about four and a half years ago and just loved um, talking to Ken, who is the founder and a bunch of other sort of execs um, and uh, loved the mission of the company, the member first, the consumer first approach. And really, I realized that, you know, the the thing that's stalling a lot of Americans really is this this access to their money right yeah. if you live paycheck to paycheck if your job is insecure um how do we make it so that you know you're not slipping backwards and getting into this crushing debt and you know you can't really sort of um you know just making ends meet right um so that's that's kind of sort of the genesis of, of credit Karma and, and why i fell in love with the company and i really thought you know my skills and my background i could really help it's amazing to have people who are very heart-centered like that, who really want to use technology to to change people's lives. And I, I can't think of anything better than than dealing with people's finances because it is such an area of stress and overwhelm and fear and anxiety. Fill in whatever, whatever word you want in there. People really feel that. And so having access to good quality products that really help them, I think is really important. But I, I want to... I want to end kind of summarizing a little bit of what you've talked about. You you just mentioned this idea of of paycheck to paycheck and you shared yourself when you came here, you know, trying to figure out all of this stuff around money. So what would you say to someone listening? What sort of advice do you want to leave us with, particularly the women listening on the show? of how we get started to go on the right financial path. Maybe we've tried some things over the years and just nothing really seems to kind of get us out of this paycheck to paycheck situation. Like, what would you tell us? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, you know, we, we see, um, I, I'll just say, women are the chief household officers, right? They, in most cases, um, you know, they're either single family, um, um, single parents or, you know they are they are sort of you know responsible for the day to day household expenses, right? So that's kind of like the responsibility is theirs. Um, and even when you're single, um, you know you're you're still sort of you know as I was uh, around just figuring out how do you make your ends meet, and you know that your inflows and your outflows are 
are balanced, right? So I think my my first step would be really think through um, kind of your your wants and your needs um, and your future. So your needs are your your the bills that you have to pay, your rent, your utility, um, uh, whatever else you have, your cell phone, um, and your wants are things that you know you just you 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 know you want to be able to you know have dinner um once once a week outside um so things that you that that make you happy right i would say is the best way to think about like a a wand Uh, and then your future is like well what are you gonna you know what is the ultimate goal of where you want to be with your life how do you make progress if you bucket your money in those three buckets and you can even sort of create three separate accounts for that right so there's one which is you have a checking account that really is about your day-to-day spend you have another one that's kind of your what I would call your fun money one. And then the third one, which is like, you're growing my savings and growing my, 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 my wealth. I think if you just automate some of that stuff, right. With your paycheck. So your paycheck comes in and you're, you know, farming out a little bit of each of those, um, to, to meet those, meet those three goals every month. And it doesn't have to be more than five bucks or 10 bucks or whatever the number you're comfortable with. If you set it and you set it on an autopilot, uh, uh, mechanisms. So you have money coming in. Your paycheck is getting direct deposited, and as soon as it gets direct deposited, uh, the money moves into the places that you care about. Then it takes some of that burden off of you, right? You're not doing that mental math every month, and you're not getting that anxiety um, that you're not getting ahead or you're not making those those uh, those commitments. I think that's automation is a way to to help you, right? Automation is a way. Um, automation is your friend is the best way to to say it, right? Um, yeah. and automation is, is better than, than having sort of the, the habits. Um, so I think that would be one. The second one is don't get nervous about where you want to be. Okay. So if you live in the Bay area, you know, a down payment on a house is not something that's like affordable by most people and in the rest of the, um, or in, and even for people living in the Bay area, it's not something you can like out of the box get to. So some of these things will take time. And what you're really looking for is that momentum and that progress. Um, and, so what we try to do with Cardacama Money, for example, is we reward that progress. So it keeps you motivated, right? So we have this feature called Instant Karma, uh, where That's you know great. one of the things we want to, <laughs> yeah, it, it comes with the, with the name. It's a, it's a very clever uh, way of positioning this, right? And if you think about it, the what we're trying to do right now is we're saying don't spend beyond your means. So spend the money you have. So every time you use your debit card. You might, we might randomly refund that entire purchase, so not 1%, 2%, up to a certain limit, the entire purchase, right? So it could be your grocery bill for the month. It could be, you know, your gas um, that you filled up. It could be your Walmart purchase. Whatever it is, you know, you have that chance to sort of winning it back. So, it, you know, uh, what that does is like, one, you already won because you're not spending money you don't have. But two, when you win, you now have that feeling that you got rewarded for taking the right action, right? Um, and so that's the kind of stuff we want to do. We want to give these little nudges um, to get people, you know, to stay motivated and be on the right path. Now I have to go listen to the song Instant Karma. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone listening has never heard the song, that is your task as well. <laughs> After checking out Credit Karma. Well, follow me. This has been this has been so great. I loved hearing your story. Thank you so much for sharing all this amazing wisdom. Tell everybody listening where they can go to check out all of these amazing things we just talked about with Credit Karma. Yeah. Um, so www.creditkarma.com to um, sign up. And if you want to check out the Credit Karma money product, which I'm responsible for, it's www.creditkarma.com slash checking. Or you can always go to any of the app store 
and download the Cardicama app. Technology has really changed the money game over the last 10 years in particular. The amount of apps you have access to now is just mind-boggling. But the great news is that you can literally create your own financial plan by using all sorts of apps. And Credit Karma is just a great example. If you've been listening to the show for a while now, you know how important a good credit score is to your financial independence. And there's so many other great products that people like Palami are rolling out to really help you, to help better your finances and ultimately better your life. So if you enjoyed this episode, share it with friends, family members, anybody who you know might need to maybe cultivate some better financial habits here. And as always, you can head over to the show notes for links to the episode guests and sponsors. And I will see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.